0: Welcome to the CEO Society Podcast, the podcast that provides answers to frequently asked business questions. This is a podcast to learn the how-to of business directly from its founders. This show is for you and with you. Our host, Andrea, will have a variety of unique guests who share their stories on their approach to business launch and growth, how they managed to start and successfully grow their business through the years. We hope our guest experiences will help you save time and money in your business. We are really excited to be the leading podcast in this field, the CEO Society by Froze Thank you for joining us. Let's get right into today's show.
1: everybody. Today we have a woman entrepreneur owner of Michelle Galindo Photography. She's famous for her beautiful baby photo shoots. She has over 16,000 followers on Instagram where she shares her experience as a photographer and as a mom. There is a lot to talk about but first and foremost welcome to the show Michelle. How's it going? Thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm really really happy. Thank you so much for being here, Michelle. So I gave a small summary about you, but can you tell us more about you and your experience and how did it take you to found Michelle Galindo Photography?
2: Sure, I can tell you a little bit about it. After I graduated college, I started my own bakery business. I was the owner of two bakery fronts, but then my firstborn child, Camilo, was born and all my priorities shifted. So I decided to sell my part and to stay at home with him for a couple of months. And I had this old camera my husband has bought at Pricemart. And I started taking pictures of him, really creative pictures, and I uploaded it at Instagram, right? The normal thing every mom do with their child. But then a year later, the um, daughter of my best friend was born and she asked me to take pictures of her newborn baby and it was like what i've never ever carried another newborn but okay let's do it so i started researching a little bit about newborn photography and i went to her house took a couple of pictures and i realized there was like a missing availability for newborn photographers there were little little, a few amount of them so i decided to take one step further and i started calling people that had newborns to see if I can go and practice with their babies and so little by little step by step I started charging for a couple of pictures and one thing has led to another it's been a constant workflow and well seven years later I am here I never thought about it but I'm
1: here seven years later that's awesome thank you for sharing that so can you tell us what it looks like a typical day in your studio sure well
2: actually my studio is part of my house so i'm really lucky that i can move from my house to my studio in seconds but i basically when i get into into my studio it's like my safe haven it's like my moment that i can work without having three kids running around so when i get into my studio it's usually prepared the night before for that day's session because i i like to be really prepared so i make little arrangements and setups and then i do my sessions And after that, I have to do a whole whole cleanup. And after the cleanup, I prepare for the next day's session. In case I don't have one, I will take advantage of that time. And I will, you know, like upload my pictures at Instagram and work a little bit more on my social media. That way, when I can go back to my kids, they don't see me with my cell phone or my computer all day long. So when I am here, I am in working mode 100%.
1: Preparing, editing, you know, the basics. That's great. And, and how many days of the week would you say people book their, their photography? Is this like during the week, during the weekends? When do you see the most? Obviously
2: in a normal time, because we are in a really abnormal time, but in a normal time we would do like four days a week. And if parents work both mom and dad, um, really flexible and we can do it on the weekends. There's no problem with me. But now that it's October, November, and December, it's a really crazy time because it's Christmas and people remember Christmas. It's a time where you re- remember that you need your family picture. So everyone wants to come to the studio. Well, with these safety measures, it's better to do one session a day, probably one every 48 hours. And, But yeah, I'm kind of
1: flexible. I understand
2: working parents. So.
1: That sounds great. So can you tell us a little bit more about your clients and a campaign that you had with Huggies? We saw that on your website. So tell us a little bit more about that.
2: Well, I can say that I have probably more or less about 200 and so clients a year, which is a lot when you think about it that way. And so I'm lucky. And with Huggies, I worked a couple of years ago and it was really exciting because I received a call and it was like, are you kidding me? Me, of course, I, I want to do your campaign. And I took the pictures and I remember when they told me the billboards were up, I literally grabbed my car because I've never seen my picture printed as big as I, as I saw it that day. So I took my car everywhere, searching for the pictures and they were everywhere. So it was really exciting for me. That's yeah, awesome.
1: That. And how was getting that that client? So did they contact you, and from there you just you know uh, accepted, or did you have to go through a process and and maybe a company that that contacts you before how this contacts well, you? Actually,
2: all of those big companies work through a media agent. They don't call you directly to your cell phone. They work through a media agent. So, and they ask you. For your costs and how much and and I was like okay I charged this I've never worked with a big brand before and let me tell you that the photos are going to be at my house because before I had my studio my I, I worked from home I literally put it on the living room all of my setups and I was like okay don't pre- prepare yourself to get to my house and we're going to work from there and it worked out fine we did it anyways.
1: That sounds great. So what advice can you give to aspiring photographers when they're looking for clients? What has worked for you?
2: Okay, my, my advice is, first of all, to focus on a niche. You cannot be the photographer that works for everything. You cannot be like the wedding photographer and the newborn. You cannot be the product and the fashion. You have to be one thing, one kind of photographer. And once that you are there, I would have to say that clients will come to you. But in order to get clients, you need to have a a really good portfolio. In case you are not getting as many clients, I will suggest that you call friends or call someone that you know that would like to model for you and create a portfolio. Because otherwise, mm, clients will not flow as easily. You have to be in a constant photoshoot
1: mode. Got it. That's super helpful. So can you tell us about one of your biggest struggles while being an entrepreneur? Definitely, it's.
2: I can tell you that being an entrepreneur is hard because you don't have someone to lean on or someone in your contact list that you can call. Like, hey, I am having lightning problems. Can you come and help me? And so that is really hard. It actually happened to me. Even though people consider me a professional, like two years ago when I started in my new studio, I couldn't find the right lightning. It was really hard. I don't know why, but things are were not working as I thought they would. And I remember. I asked some professional photographers for help. And the answer was, no, we're not gonna share with you knowledge that we've gained in the last years. And it shocked me. I was like, really, you're not gonna help me? And that is the biggest struggle. You don't have someone to lean on. You have to go and search it online or you have to pay for a tutorial, but you do not have someone to call easily to, to help you improve. So that is the biggest struggle, but it shouldn't be something that should you you know you can search for the help in on my internet as i did or as many do because the help is not going to come on easily
1: definitely thank you for sharing that so what advice can you give to business owners that are looking to photograph their own businesses and share them with social media there's a lot of people and maybe our parents that were born in the time that there was no social media so a lot of our clients and that are on the older side they don't, they say like social media is not for my business. Maybe I, you know, my business is not some business that can be in social media. So what advice can you give?
2: Right now it is, um, it is the truth that social media is what sells your, and what help your product to be sold. You need, you don't only need to create something to have the best product, that different one, the one that's wow, if you don't know how to sell it online. And so I am—I um, know how to take good pictures, but if I wouldn't be a photographer and let's say I would be a jewelry collection entrepreneur, trust me that I would be online searching for tips and tutorials on how to take good photographs. So it is the truth that you need to be able to create something, but you also need to be able to take good pictures, upload them and sell them. So every single business should, have, should be present in social media and in a good way with a good um, photo shoot session. And it's good for people to have that knowledge because it's actually not viable for every single entrepreneur to be paying photographers to make their product, a good pictures for their product to upload them to social media. So basically you need to have it and you need to know the principles of lightning and stuff for you to be able to sell your product. That's what we all
1: want. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, definitely. So how important would you say is your website and social media and your business? And can you talk about which social media do you manage um, or if you're in all of the the platforms?
2: Okay, look, um, my website is something that I didn't during the quarantine here. And I'm super excited because it's something that I had on my mind for a couple. And I really think that a website makes you more professional. It's a way for me to people to log into my website and see my work directly. Instagram, oh my God, that is my platform. I really, really love it. And what I think about Instagram is that in the years before, we had this presentation card, the little square, white square with your name. I remember my father having them in their pocket. And, the, and you handled uh, business cards all over the place, right? Right now, the social media is your business card. When you want to know something about a business, you upload to Instagram and you see, oh look, and you scroll up, and that's the way you present yourself. So I really think that a, managing a good account, it's gonna it's gonna help you a lot. So Instagram for me, it's the best. Now there are a lot of TikTokers. I I I'm kind of trying that one but that's a different audience. I don't think that's like a really solid um, platform to be in. Focus on Facebook and Instagram and of course you need to have a website to at least feel really
1: professional. Yeah definitely. So we're recording this as of September of 2020 during the coronavirus crisis. What have you learned and how did it change your company?
2: Oh my god it changed completely. I mean if we put it in numbers before it's, it all started in March, right? When, when they send us home and everything. If we put it in numbers, when we started in March, I had about 10,000 followers and it has been a lot of years on Instagram. Six professionally and a couple before while I posted pictures of my family and, and my son and whatever. And, and when, since I started in March and now we are in September, I, had almost, I have almost 17,000, which is I duplicated my numbers in a couple of months. And I did that because when we went to the beach for the quarantine period, I, I was really like wondering what could I upload that my clients would like. Because I could have just posted all pictures of my old sessions, but I don't think clients would, would care about that, right? So I put myself in their shoes and I thought, okay, they're at home. Probably they would like to know how to photograph their family and their daughters and their sons in a better way, or the product, or this and that, so I gave a lot of tutorials, I started appearing in the stories, they learned a lot about me, and me as a mom, as a person, as a human, as a girl that balances three childs, and I work, and you know, I, I humanized my brand, and that changed a lot, people loved it, they write me every day, I have a lot of new clients, and I think it worked, I really think it worked.
1: That's awesome. And I'm happy that, that it went on the on the great side. So a couple of questions working towards wrapping up. What is the best business publication ever? It can be a book, podcast or magazine.
2: Okay, you know, we're here to be honest. Okay, because I can li- literally like Google what is the best podcast and be like the, the, the coolest girl here. But I, I feel like I really don't have time to read or anything. But I've heard a couple of times the 10-Minute Entrepreneur Podcast, which I really feel like I have 10 minutes to hear. And it's, a, it's like they give you like a glimpse of things you need to know about your business. And then you can think about it later. They will not go in depth of the topics. So that's the one I've heard the most. And, and as I said, I probably would not listen to a complete podcast or read a book, but I will always be online searching for answers. And it's important to know before we wrap up that you need to see your, your product or your entrepreneurship as a business. So online, you can go online and and manage social media in a good way. There are times for posting. How is the amount of time to post? All of that is online and you can research it you have to to take time to do that
1: definitely so what is one thing that you have purchased over quarantine that you're thankful for
2: okay look about two weeks ago I was complaining on Instagram that I never had the chance to blow dry my hair completely I literally do the front part of the hair and I was soaking wet on the on the back part and that was my look okay And I was complaining about that. And I had so many responses about this new hair dryer brush from a lot of brands they put it, they they make it. And I bought one and tried it and it has been magical. I use it like every single day and now I can feel that I am on the go for videos, stories. I feel beautiful with my blow dry brush and it has been the best buy ever.
1: That's awesome. I'm happy to hear that. So got it. Final question. What is one tool? It can be software or physical that you use in your company every day. Okay.
2: Well, that's if you're a photographer, that's pretty simple. You can use Photoshop or Lightroom because you have to edit your pictures. But um, I want to tell you guys and leave you with this thought that you have always, you always need to edit your pictures. And I do that. With my professional pictures as well as with my personal pictures. If I am going to upload a picture of my son Julian, who is a year old, I will edit a little bit because there are software so simple that you can use, or apps really simple that you can use on your cell phone to edit your pictures that are gonna create a better social media page, which is gonna lead you to better sales. So that's what you want. And I, of course, as a professional photographer, I use Photoshop every single day. And without it, there wouldn't be pictures as cool as I post.
1: That's awesome. And what apps can you recommend for business owners that are interested in editing their pictures on their phone?
2: Sure, look, I used one called Snapseed, and it's amazing, really, um, it's really good because you can edit, it, it, it leads you to editing really simple. You don't want to have like this app where you go on on the app and you cannot find the tool and you don't know where to touch and you're really confused. This app, you go on the app and every single icon, it's really easy to use. So, uh, and I give a lot of tutorials on my page on Instagram and I try to help people to improve because you can, you know, erase things. You don't want to be in the pictures. You can edit your portrait. You can do a lot of things
1: and that's magical. Definitely. Thank you so much, Michelle. So this has been great. What is the best way for people to find you online?
2: Sure. Well, go to my Instagram, which is Mitch. It's not a full name. It's only Mitch M I C H Galindo One, and then you can go to my website, which is Photography.com, and you can reach me both ways. I'll be here.
1: All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Michelle. That's it for today. Thank you.
0: We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the CEO Society Podcast. Stay connected with us directly by visiting www.frozetech.com or you can also join the discussion on Instagram at frozetech underscore US. If you would like to be a guest on the show, please head to www.frozetech.com slash podcast slash apply. Who is Froze Tech? We are a technology agency that helps you from website development to SEO services that help your business rank number one on Google. If you would like to reach out to us, please fill out the contact form on our website. We are always just one email away from helping you grow your business don't hesitate to contact us. Don't forget to subscribe and review our podcast to stay entirely up to date with new and exciting episodes that will help you launch and grow your business. And if you have any questions for future guests, please leave them in the comments. Until next time.